0: The God of Fire is a name people know in cigars. It's actually something that a lot of people they, they're they're looking for. They search out what is it that Prometheus is doing, and how can I be a part of it? But not as many people know the name Cencio, S-E-N-C-I-L-L-O, which is the Spanish word for simple. I don't think this cigar is simple. I do think it's something you're going to enjoy smoking. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker, Fingers Malloy, And this is the Sincio Black, the limited edition 2022 pyramid. Fingers Malloy. people know the platinum. We've actually reviewed the Sincere Platinum in years past. The black is a little bit different because the platinum... Comes out of Honduras, but the black comes out of Esteli, a region in Nicaragua. And I love cigars that come from Esteli. What's interesting is a lot of this is jalapa wrapper, uh, different area, but it's just constructed and put together in uh, that area. In Nicaragua. This is a six and an eighth by 54 pyramid, which means it's six and one eighth inches long. Tee Always makes Fingers Malloy laugh. And the ring gauge is a 54. That's the diameter of the cigar, or basically how thick it is around. Tee Again, with the laughter. A 64 ring gauge would be a full one inch around. And the first thing you notice on this uh, cigar, this Habano wrapper uh, that they have, that is, that is oil slick. Yeah, it is. With a little bit of
1: suede going on on that wrapper fingers. It is. It's a gorgeous wrapper. And yeah, there is that. It, it's more than a touch of oil. Uh, it's oily, but uh, it' not overly oily. It's it's not unpleasant. And it feels really good in the hand. There's a nice heft to it that you would probably expect from something that's uh, over six inches long and a 54 ring gauge. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it looks great, feels great in the hand. We just lit it up. We're in the first third. Uh, you know, it's it's too early to say. You know, as far as the construction, but it feels. You know, we, we both have a nice I'll little even burn what, going right the, now. The,
0: the spice hit is near immediate. Mm-hmm. It's it's this mix of 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 for me red and white pepper that has hit the back tongue and, and kind of coated the throat, which is not usually where you hear feel that first punch, but that's where I've got it right there, as clear as day. And it,
1: a, a tingling on the lips is what I'm getting is as, as well. Uh, cocoa notes. As well. Uh, Undercurrent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can go for that.
1: And, oh, like a, a toast?
0: Oh, I'm not there a yet. L- a little bit know, of bread. Like, like a bready? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm still taken by the spice. I, I think I think you're right with like that cocoa cream kind of underneath, undertone there. But I'm still hit by the spice. This is made by the people over at Placentia. Or I should say it's done in their factory. So this is a uh, park over there at, at Sencio. Uh, working with uh, Nestor Placencia to make the cigar happen. So you're talking about uh, Placencia might be making the best cigars I have had in. I mean, I'm going to say in America, but you might want to say the world. I, you might see it a little bit differently. For me, right now, it's Placencia and what Espinosa is doing. Just absolutely incredible work. So this being. Connected with Placencia and uh, Keith Park, the guy behind, got a fire. That's a, that's a lot of cigar making know how right there, and that's what makes this cigar so interesting because it's an unbelievably low cost cigar, for such pedigree, and this is where this is the, uh, an example of a name that isn't as big as other names, and people are going to bypass it in their humidor because it doesn't have the name ID, and you are going to miss out on some great names in cigars doing some very incredible work right here.
1: Yeah, now, when we get to a ring gauge of 54, is that
0: getting to the point where it's getting a little uncomfortable for you? That's the top. For me, I mean, it's not that I won't do 56 and 58s. It's that it's really the top of where my standard is in terms of mouthfeel, where I like to be. Now, this was a pyramid, which means it was, it was, a, the, it was a, a standard foot, if you will, where you light the cigar from, but the cap comes up to a point. We did this as a straight cut as opposed to a V-cut. The reason that I went with the straight cut is knowing who makes the cigar, I knew there would be strength here and I didn't want to further intensify the draw. But the whole purpose of doing that pyramid, of bringing things up to a tip, a torpedo would be another way to say it, is that it's going to intensify by nature anyway because you are going to cut where the, the where that pyramid is thinner, you're not cutting to the full thickness of the cigar. That's to miss out on the purpose of what the blenders wanted to create for you as an experience. Well,
1: I've I've heard people, you know, when it when it comes to this pyramid cap, uh, you know, they're when they've never had one before, often question where exactly on the cap they should make the cut.
0: That is about experience, yeah, it, and, and not not the experience of smoking cigars, your experience cutting that kind of of Vitola or that kind of shape, V-I-T-O-L-A, shape. uh, Vitola meaning shape. You have to know where you're comfortable with it. And as you do smoke these things, you're going to realize, oh, this kind of cigar, I, I want a little more open. This kind of cigar, I want a little tighter of a draw, a little more intensity. So when you're, when you're taking your notes, remember, you got your notebook, you break the cigar up into thirds. Just stare at it. First third, second third, final third. What What'd you eat today? What did you drink today? Super cold in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, I don't know what happened to fall. It just went to, It went from beautiful spring-like fall weather to dead of winter Siberian gulag. You might die <laughs> kind of cold. And, and so all that plays into how a cigar is going to work for you and what are you pairing it with, all those kinds of things. So where you cut on a pyramid is going to be about where you are in your cigar journey and what you wanted to try. Remember, you can start smaller, yeah. start with a more shallow cut, and you can work your way up. You can always cut more. You can't cut less. And yes, if you've been smoking the cigar for a little bit and you're like, I need a little easier draw, cut off a little bit more. There are no rules.
1: Yeah, There's so nothing wrong with that. If you're inexperienced with it, you, you start off cutting a little bit off, and then you can always recut if, you're, if your draw is a little bit too tight.
0: 100%. Okay. But that's a conversation about whether the draw is tight, whether it's a smooth draw, easy to bring in to toast the palate. Remember, you're not inhaling. The other conversation is about where do you want it to be for the intensity of the flavor that you're getting? So there, there's two things going on there. And they might, for you, sometimes be in competition. And so you got to kind of figure it out. But you're absolutely right. Less is more. Less is more, without question.
1: Always a straight cut when it comes to a pyramid
0: cap? Not necessarily. You may want to do a V-cut where you cut into it. That could be absolutely on you. But I wouldn't be doing that with this cigar. The Sencio Black, S-E-N-C-I-L-L-O, Sencio Black. I just knew this would have more intensity so I didn't, wanna, I didn't want to further that intensity. I just didn't, I thought that was overkill, mm-hmm. and not necessary. The question, Fingers Malloy, is Is this cigar, this, uh, which they describe as a medium to full cigar, I think, that's, I think it's medium full is the way I would go. Nicaraguan, Habano, where you've got uh, the San Andreas in there, Nicaraguan and Honduran in the binder and filler. Is this in your humidor at $12 a stick? <laughs> Yes, it is. All right, I'm done.
1: Listen, especially with cigar prices going up like they are, you you may have to reexamine what you're going to be spending on a cigar. Absolutely,
0: bigger and flavorful, and and surprising also in the bit of clear that it is. It's not. It's not this big hot mess. It's not muddled. Uh, I've had this cigar before. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's 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 got a wonderful clarity to it. So I can't. It's a great recommendation. It's not your first cigar. If it's your first cigar, I wouldn't go there. If you've been doing this, you've been following us for a while at Try put this in the humidor.
1: Yeah. You know what else has a lot of clarity to it? Uh, Eggo eggnog. Oh, we're doing
0: that now? Why not? All right. Fingers Malloy has decided he can make me throw up on air. Let's find out if he's right. Oh, how the mighty have fallen when I have to play, what did Tony eat today? (laughs) And it's all because Fingers Malloy has brought me Ego Nog Sippin' Cream. It's Eat, Drink, Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is the one and only Fingers Molloy and Eggo and the good people at Sugarlands Distilling. They are spreading holiday cheers this season with Ego Nog Appalachian Sippin' Cream. And here's how they describe it, Fingers Molloy. An Eggo-inspired eggnog liqueur that pairs perfectly with Eggo thick and fluffy waffles, to help grown-ups Lego during the most chaotic time of the year, <laughs> the holidays.
1: So what you're saying is, uh, you know, I like to start my morning with a box of waffles. Is that right? Oh uh, Yeah, who doesn't? Uh, I'm American. That's what I do. So rather than... Uh, Did you have to say it like that? American. No?
0: You're just a stereotype is what you are. <laughs> uh. So instead of
1: using maple syrup on my Eggo waffles, now I can pour sipping cream over my box of eggo waffles. Now, we
0: should note that this is alcoholic. This is 20% alcohol by volume here, 40 proof. So, it's got a got a tiny little kick, certainly mm. more than a white claw.
1: Yeah. Well, so I was doing, you know, our show prep and I first of all I saw a company that's now making green bean casserole seltzer. Well, <laughs> you picked
0: well with the eggo Nog sipping cream. Yeah,
1: and then this popped up and I said, "You know what? That sounds better." Because Jones uh, soda, they make a turkey and gravy Soda pop. That sounds awful. Uh, Especially when you say pop. Pop. I said soda pop. You should have just said soda. So I I, said, I looked at this and I thought, okay, the holiday season is coming up. We're going to see a lot of these trendy, sticky kind of things. A lot of people love eggnog. Are you an eggnog fan?
0: Eggnog is the most perfect food only when purchased properly. Thus, I share with you now a fight that was had just hours ago with my wife, oh, who is the most perfect woman. I, do I love my wife? Yes, you do. do. Do I adore my wife? Yes, you do. Is my relationship spectacular?
1: Yes, it is. Stunning. We have never discussed the uh, possibility that we needed to introduce Dr. Phil into your relationship. Oh,
0: oh, oh, my, my, my dear wife. Glorious, glorious woman. A perfect purchased organic eggnog. Oh. Uh. And I said, this is where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I'm, I'm I, Excuse me, I have to go download Tinder. Uh, That's how uh, bad uh, it just got. Do you, do you guys she, go to the crunchy grocery and, stores? And, and she's the- like, what, what's the problem? I said, the problem is eggnog isn't supposed to be organic. Eggnog is supposed to shorten your life. But when you go, you're like, at least I had good eggnog. That's the trade-off, and I'm willing to make it. Why are you doing this to this family? Why don't you love us anymore? And then like, there
1: were tears. I feel like you're working through some things here right now.
0: No, 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 that's it. Oh. Honestly, this, this is the only issue we have, and I think it's enough for a judge to say, whatever you want, sir. I, I, I knew
1: you could get organic eggs. I didn't know you could get organic nog.
0: Dude, it's like the people who get like low-fat nog or they get almond milk egg nog, you just oh. stop it. Okay, I get it. You're lactose intolerant. Then don't have eggnog because what you're, what you're drinking, all due respect, all due respect is not eggnog. It's not eggnog. What you're drinking is something else. And I don't want to be somebody who has to listen to you say, well, you know, this almond eggnog really isn't that bad. It's just like the real thing. I can hardly taste the difference. If you can hardly taste the difference, you can taste the difference. <laughs>
1: well, you're just trying to talk yourself into enjoying it is what you're doing.
0: I don't want that. I want what I want. It is the one treat. I don't care what the calorie count is. I don't care what the, what the fat, you, gluten. I don't care what they put in there. I want eggnog the way nature intended. Well,
1: they are serious about this. Go to sugarlands.com to find this uh, p- t- particular product, and they have a uh, search feature uh, to where you can find it uh, in a local store near you. That's how I found it. I found that it at a local it? retailer uh, through their search. So they're, they're serious about getting this product to the customer.
0: By the way, it comes in a ball jar that has a wrapper on it that looks like uh, a waffle, and it reads, Ego nog in, in, the, in the traditional ego script, are you doing this first or am I doing this first, Fingers? Uh, I'll do it first. All right. Fingers Malloy is going to do the Kentucky Chew. We're doing it neat. No cube, no anything else. That's how we're doing the ego Nog Sippin' Cream, 20% alcohol by volume, 750 milliliter jar. And you get to keep the jar afterwards.
1: So on the nose, it does it does smell like eggnog, but a, li- a little sweeter than a typical eggnog.
0: Yeah, you could you can actually get a little bit of that alcohol back. Yeah, right in the in the in the back part of, of the the of the nose, if you will. But you can see it and get it in the after part. D- different than a hollowback. All right, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. When he's taking a sip of the egg eggnog, sipping cream, I'm willing to bet it's fantastic.
1: I wanted to not like it, but it's fantastic.
0: I knew it. Would, I knew it. <laughs> Oh, that is good. Here we go. Mm. Mm. Oh,
1: he's in, oh he's doing the Kentucky Chew, the Memphis Munch, and the Louisville Lip all at once. Oh, holy hell!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? That's wonderful. That is sensational. Now it's funny. The alcohol actually hits. There's a little bit of burn on the throat mm-hmm. going on right now. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, a picture picture an eggnoggy bellies, and you got it right. Okay. Like this is going on everything. Now that this is This is going on my sushi. This is going on my brisket. There's <laughs> there, there's nothing you can't do with this. Now it ain't cheap. What do you, that, it's not cheap? That
1: that's that's like a What do you think a quart jar?
0: That is a 750 milliliter jar. Is it really? Yes. According according to this, it's a 750 oh, milliliter jar. Oh, then it's not so bad then. I, I purchased it at a local
1: retailer here in suburban Indianapolis, seventeen ninety
0: nine. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, this is your gift for the holidays. <laughs> Holy cow! This is going under everybody's tree. Did they ID you? No. It's alcohol. They didn't. You didn't have to check an ID. Mm-mm. Do you think? Do you think the cashier even knew it was alcohol?
1: <laughs> well, it was at a liquor store. So. Oh, it was at a liquor yeah. store.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, you. You look like a guy who's been a degenerate his whole life
1: but but the funny thing was is that i went in there and they they didn't have it on the shelf and they were panicking like well i think it's here and then someone said in the back oh we just got six cases of it and they i they busted open the case gave
0: me the first jar every this i'm giving this as a gift this is excellent holy crap
1: i i can't believe how good that is
0: nice eggnog on the tongue a little bit of the alcohol on on the back throat right there it definitely will work on a cube, but maybe just one. And over ice cream, this is sexual. Now, I, I got to ask you this. That's right, I said I it. Would,
1: I would never doctor that, but would you Would you put anything in that? I think Oric- this is rum-based.
0: The original conversation was that I absolutely would have added some rye whiskey to it. I 100% would have added some rye to it. After drinking it, no chance. Yep, this
1: is rum-based. It is rum? Yep. Yes, Cream, rum, cinnamon, and nutmeg flavors.
0: Wow, it's perfect! Holy crap! Holy cow! Make honestly hot chocolate with a little bit of that. Your coffee oh. is going to be spectacular, and it's it's a little bit thinner than some of the other eggnog. That's a good point. It is not, guys. It's not eggnog thick. It's a much thinner thing that it'll mix and everything else. It's fingers to, to the and cheers and and a and a, and a happy Thanksgiving and oh Merry Christmas. My goodness, mm.
1: this is the most mm. we have. This is probably the best review we've given one of these kind of trendy things. This the sticky thing. Oh, uh, this is totally sticky, but they did it. Yeah,
0: Sugarlands Distilling absolutely killed it. I will. I, I need two cases right away. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's ridiculous. The Egonog uh, Appalachian Sip and Cream. Well, finally, people are starting to object to all the changes at CNN. And if you're not familiar with the changes over at CNN, the cable news network, allow well, me to tell you, they're pretty dang severe. It's a new owner. It's Discovery Channel. And they uh, took out the old CEO, brought in the new CEO, a guy by the name of Chris Licht, L-I-C-H-T. They took him out? They rubbed him out? They didn't, they, not, not, not Sopranos-esque style. Oh, okay. They, they paid them millions of dollars to walk away. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, I haven't gotten that deal yet. I'm waiting. Anytime now, anybody. <laughs> millions of dollars and you can host Eat, Drink, Smoke with Fingers <laughs> Molloy. You feel free. And oh. they've made some host changes, a bunch of things. But now they've announced they will no longer get let their anchors get drunk on its New Year's Eve show.
1: I'm outraged. For, for me, I'm not a cable news guy. I don't I really watch any of the cable news channels. This, to me, was watchable CNN. I can tune in and watch the CNN talking heads uh, drinking uh, Eggo Eggnog right on the air and having a good old time. And the filter is completely gone when they get three or four drinks in them.
0: Uh, so th- that show is the one with Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen. Used to be Kathy Griffin and then she got herself in a whole bunch of trouble and I think continues to do so Um, Andy Cohen gets wickedly he's the guy who from Bravo he he hosts all those shows he's still allowed to drink and so is Anderson Cooper but no one else is I guess but he's the guy who gets ripped and starts being the fool
1: (laughs) I wonder if it was in their contract like, listen, if I'm hosting the New Year's Eve show and I have to give up my New Year's Eve, see right here, Clause 7 in the contract says, I can drinky drinky. You're not taking that away from me. It's in my contract. That's silly. Like, why would you make it to where the host can drink but nobody else can?
0: It's very, it's super duper strange. Now, how do you feel about that? Um, Look, uh, it's their network, and the only thing I want from them is Eat, Drink, Smoke, the television show, (laughs) Saturday nights on CNN. Tell me we wouldn't be the ratings draw of the lifetime. We would be, but would
1: they allow us to drink on the
0: air? Well, the answer, that's part of the show. Right? So clearly, yes. But we, even us, we do this for a living. Neither one of us has been looped on air. No. Never, never off air. Well, fingers, (laughs) I mean. My god. It's just a
1: rumor, a <laughs> dirty, filthy rumor started by pagans. That's what it is.
0: When you say pagans, you mean by you. That. So we know how to do this like professionals. But how much are people drinking? Don't they know they're on air? Don't they know that the whole that that the risk is too massive like i get why why andy cohen does it that's part of the gig that's why people are tuning in let's see how drunk andy's gonna get this year which is america celebrating a serious problem and i'm looking forward to you know the new year's eve 2023 when it's intervention new years <laughs>
1: for andy cohen yeah no i th- i just felt like this was the more entertaining New Year's Eve show. What, what's your typical go-to on New Year's Eve? Do you still do the None. Dick Clark rock and New Year's Eve? With Not which is Ryan Seacrest. Ryan no, I,
0: uh, I don't. I, I think that the New Year's Eve shows have gotten awful. Awful. It's way too produced. It's way too fake. I, I don't want to see the, the bands lip-syncing their way through nah. things. I don't want any part of it. Um, if you told me, Fingers... You want to do a, a New Year's Eve celebration. Free drink smoke nation. We should do I, that. I could so be convinced. We should do that. But it will take it's gonna take some planning.
1: We got two months, month and a half, three weeks, four days. <laughs> you don't know what day it is, do you?
0: <laughs> um yeah, I don't want I don't watch any of them. And I don't watch any of them because what do they I, I I I don't want I don't want the fake. Either entertain me or just show me a ball dropping. That's all you have to do. All I need is a series of cameras in Times Square and watching really, really drunk, cold people be really drunk and cold. Isn't that the problem is that we're just
1: always sitting around waiting for the ball to drop?
0: Is this about your life or is this about New Year's? I'm just talking about in general...
1: We're just all sitting around waiting for the ball to drop. We wake up in the morning, open up our phones, see all the great news that we open report. Open up our phones. <laughs> open up our phones. This
0: is 1994 in your Motorola. You got your razor flipped to you.
1: <laughs> and we, we see all the bad news that we report here uh, on Eat, Drink, Smoke and think to ourselves, when, when's the ball going to drop? And, 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 and people start drinking. And now CNN is taking it away from the, their personalities.
0: All I know is in Indianapolis, they tried to think for a few years where they dropped an Indy car. Really? Did you ever see that no. downtown Indianapolis? Of course, home of the Indy Five Hundred, Indianapolis Five Hundred Mile Race, home of Indy car is uh, they'd put an Indy car on a crane and then they'd lower down the Indy car. And I always said, if you really want to entertain people, drop the Indy car, find a rooftop,
1: push done. See, for me, I would prefer it to be a giant pork tenderloin. Oh, the official
0: food of Indiana.
1: Yeah, have that drop. Have the Because everybody, when you think about it at the end of the day, aren't we all just waiting for the pork tenderloin to drop? It's gotten dumb,
0: dude. <laughs> it's gotten dumb. Let me give you one more here. Uh, for for the people of Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation who are single, um, they um, now are selling out there a human-sized emotional support teddy bear. The Loving Bear Puffy, which is, of course, a finger's name at Match.com. There it is. The shape and size of a male human body, but it has the head of a teddy bear. (laughs) We are officially, we are lost as a nation. Uh, It's five feet, seven inches, weighing just seven pounds. It's $160. Here's the quote replaces the need for the physical presence of a person in various moments and situations of everyday life, especially especially during long, lonely nights. My God, what have we done to society? It,
1: this is amazing. The story is from the New York Post. We'll post it over on our website, eatdrinksmokeshow.com, the photos of people snuggling with uh, their giant uh, emotional support bear, whether it's on the couch whether it's uh, sitting on the floor leaning up against the couch with the bear uh, having its arms wrapped around uh, the model while she's enjoying uh, what looks to be a sex on the beach. I don't know. Uh, th- this is amazing.
0: You benefit. mean she's having a drink? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you thought was going on with the bear.
1: No, no, no let's not get crazy. Uh, but it's to me, this is 2022. All wrapped up in a five foot seven bear it's i don 't want to be around anybody uh, even when i 'm with people i 'm looking at my cell phone uh, now I get to go home and I get the uh, the attachment and the snuggling with something uh, but it 's not a human
0: it's it 's a bear If you think this is good for society you 're lost. this is a serious serious issue this is dangerous people losing touch we, we see this in other nations, Japan has been having this issue for over a decade now. People are like, oh, I, I don't want to date. I don't want to handle the rejection. I don't want any part of it. Right. She's in bed, snuggled up with the giant teddy bear. And she, now she's a model, right? Yes. That That's a planned shot. Somewhere out there, people are like, that's normal. That's totally normal. Makes perfect sense to me.
1: What's odd is, and who knows if this really happens? Who knows how many of these are going to sell? But when they're, the models, they have them laying in bed or laying on the couch with the with the bear's arms wrapped around them.
0: Right? Wow! Because that's what that's what um, you know supplants human interaction, which is you know hard work and relationships are hard work and connections are hard work. And why should I have to go through all that? Why can't I just have uh, some level of immediacy, no matter how fake it is, and then lie to myself and say that it's okay? I should be laughing at this and just blowing this off. I think it's actually indicative of a serious, serious issue in society.
1: The bear always listens to me. The bear doesn't talk back. The bear's always there for me.
0: If you want someone who doesn't talk back, you're going to die alone human beings are going to have conversations and they might disagree. Dear Lord. We got to start drinking, Fingers Boy. Luckily, we have a lovely rye to make that happen. Our new book, Let's Go Bourbon, the bourbon reader you've always needed,
1: is now available on Amazon.com and our website,
0: EatDrinkSmokeShow.com. Pick up a copy today. Seemed like a rye kind of day. So we went... With a rye. Look, uh, you're not going to hear me say anything bad against bourbon. I'm a huge fan of bourbon. It's just doing this show, I have found that for whatever reason, rye just makes me super, super happy. Tea, drink, smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That right there is America's favorite amateur drinker. Fingers, Malloy, what's the problem, Fingers? What makes a day a rye kind of day? Um, did I wake up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a rye kind of day. There it is. There it is right there. And as you know, the difference between rye and bourbon is the corn. By law, bourbon has to be 51% corn in the mash bill. Rye, well, that's 51% rye. And this, the Rossville Union barrel-proof rye, it's a straight rye whiskey, coming in at 112.6 proof. Fingers Molloy, that's 53%, or 56.3% alcohol by volume. Anything over 100 proof gets applause from Fingers Malloy. This doesn't have an age statement. NAS, no age statement, but according to the company, as uh, in some of the research, they say it's a blend of five and six-year-old rye whiskeys, one with a mash fill of 51% rye and 45% corn, which would mean a low-spice kind of rye And another one of 95% rye and 5% malted barley, which would mean an outrageous amount of rye spice uh, in their fingers. uh, We have poured this out, the Rossville, R-O-S-S-V-I-L-L-E, Rossville Union Barrel Proof Rye. Taking a look at that fingers, what kind of color would you say that is right there?
1: Well, first of all, I would have said by looking at it, it looked like it was about five and a half years old. Is
0: that what you're going to say? Yeah, that's what I
1: was going to say. So, nailed it.
0: Uh, Copper? Right, uh, copper, it, touch of amber, touch of orange in there. Yeah, it's tricky. On. It's
1: a little dark in here, but that's that's how it looks. And that
0: nose, right?
1: Th- oh, that's a citrusy nose. Mm, see, I'm getting uh, spice and vanilla.
0: Mmm. Oh, that is lovely. I was expecting to get a hard hit, something that would really bring in ethanol. There's really no alcohol. At all on, on that nose right there. You
1: would never know uh, on the nose
0: that this was over 100 Oh, that is fruity. That is almost like bag of Starburst fruity right there. You got, I, I see, maybe maybe there's a, a vanilla undercurrent, but it's not playing for me. It's just, it's right there in a, in a it's lovely. It's just a big citrus blast. Yeah, it's, it's very, very nice on the nose. Uh, surprising, surprisingly so, because it's, it's fruity but it's also fresh this isn't this isn't stone fruit this isn't dark fruits this is light this is bright this is coming right at you right here and we haven't had it in the glen cairn glass glen cairn c-a-i-r-n uh so that's that kind of oddly shaped glass that bowls out and then comes back in so it concentrates the nose for you You can really kind of move it around get your nose in there it's not a strong nose You know how
1: sometimes we'll pour something and you can smell it from three feet away? You have to really get your nose in there. Yeah, get
0: in there. I agree. But it's nice. It's nice and and it's smooth Uh, right there. Uh, From the people at MGP, Rossville Union, barrel-proof straight rye whiskey. Fingers Malloy, are you ready for this?
1: Tony, I've been ready for this all day.
0: We take it neat. That's what we do right there. And then decide to move it to a cube, a couple ice chips, or add some cool water. Fingers Malloy is doing the Kentucky Chew, moving it around the palate, trying to get a sense of what it is he's drinking. Sometimes you want to take two sips. The first one to set the taste buds, and the second one really to give you the flavors. Really nice rye spice.
1: Uh, Also, uh, a little sting on the tongue. A little bit of uh, gentle warmth in the chest doesn't play like almost 113 proof uh the vanilla uh is there oak uh and that fruitiness but it's not like, like you said it's not a dark fruit
0: uh but that fruitiness is there it's it's very good i'm going in the rossville union straight rye whiskey at 112.6 proof fingers will light to your health to my health
1: boy it is still that's that tingling is still there on the tongue it is. it is it's it's lingering in a good way.
0: Okay. What's super weird? Oh that's good. I could drink that. And yeah there there's there's a heat that absolutely hits for me, it was left side of, of the chest which is weird. Um, you're not having a, an incident, are you? Oh no, no no, oh, okay. strong, strong like bull. <laughs> that is incredibly for me. Syrupy sweets on the tongue, almost to the point of medicinal. Mm. It's that kind of medicine sweet on there. I absolutely want to move this to a cube. It it came across as dry. It was the the fruit was was like like a, a I'm gonna say a dried fruit, which is which is by, by nature a pretty sweet. Um, you are right. That finish does have a bit of vanilla. That that that's coming on. Um, Are you the getting fin- that? The finish is better. than Hold on a second. The finish is better than the palate. The because fi- the the palate hits dry and kind of awkward for a second, but still nice. It, but it's it's awkward. You're like, I don't know what that is. The finish feels really, really good. It's not a coating of the tongue. It's just there. It is that 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 sweetness subsides. The vanilla kinda picks up. Oh, I'm gonna absolutely move this to a cube. But this, you can really kind of like spend some time with this and and, and figure it's it out. It's not
1: too sweet for you,
0: no, because it 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 went away. It, I mean, it, when I say it, it was can't like like uh, dried fruit sweet, I I I meant it, and it, and it hits big. But in that finish, which has now gotten a little bit sweeter, um, it kind of gets wonderfully muted by the vanilla. You had mentioned a little bit of oak, and um, I, I would argue there's a wood, and maybe that's the dryness that I'm confusing. Um,
1: I'll, I'll tell you, for me... It's
0: nice, dude. I'm just going to throw in one small ice chip. For me, I
1: added a few drops of cool water. It really brought up the oak. Uh, that rye spice is still there. Uh, the vanilla is there. Uh, that fruit, for me... It, it has subsided a, a little bit. It, it, was, it wasn't the strongest of notes of, of everything else that I was getting. It was more of the spice, more of the oak, more of the vanilla. Um, but boy that 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 water brought out the oak for me.
0: You need to if you've got any ice chips near you. yeah um, no a spice definitely picked up with a couple of the ice chips in it. But it's cool like like it, this is Rossville Union straight rye whiskey what I like is we've done a couple things recently that've been a little more monotone this is kind of hitting a couple different spots mm-hmm. you got that fruit you got that vanilla you got that bit of wood it's a touch dry but also in 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 the finish it's it, it it's growing that is yeah, I, I, I would recommend this just for the experimentation. This is a grab five friends and be like, what do you get out of this? It
1: really lingers on the palate, doesn't it?
0: Oh, tremendously. Tremendously. And now, Fingers Molloy, is this in your liquor cabinet with an MSRP, 70 to $80 a bottle? Ah,
1: uh, that's a little bit more than I like to spend. Uh, would it be, a, for me, a special occasion bottle for something different? Yeah, I could see that. I definitely would get a pour at my favorite lounge.
0: I think this is the bottle that you buy and you share with some friends and you really sit down and be like, okay, what does everybody think? What are you getting out of the nose? What are you getting out of the palate? What are you getting out of the finish? And, and I think this is that thing to see where different people's palates are. And from there, you can decide if it's in your liquor cabinet. I wish it was a little bit less expensive. Yeah. But I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the uniqueness of it. The Rossville Union Straight Rye Whiskey. So how does one properly select a turkey for Thanksgiving? It's a question as old as time. We have solved this question in the cat's household by making brisket. Ah, you are a guy who does a turkey. You have deep fried turkeys before and no. so have I. You, what,
1: what? No, I've never deep fried a turkey.
0: Because <gasps> you have to buy
1: a deep fried, stuff. Uh, Fingers.
0: Fryer. Do you want me to buy you the stuff? No. No, I'm so Challenge happy. Challenge
1: accepted. I'm so happy with my grill. You're so happy going to other people's homes for Thanksgiving, are There's aren't that, you? too. I, I haven't <laughs> actually cooked my own Thanksgiving turkey in six or seven years. Wow. i always going to someone else's house.
0: I have been thinking about getting my own deep fryer because I love a deep fried turkey. It's oven stuff that I find just not interesting. And when we do it, we smoke it, mm-hmm. and we only do turkey breasts. Oh. So that it'll be a brisket, and when the brisket goes off to cool, the turkey breasts will go on uh, to smoke. And that has been delicious. But how does one... Select the right turkey to eat on Thanksgiving. And I just told you, I do not buy a whole turkey. I don't do it. I buy a turkey breast. And the conversation of fresh or frozen still exists here. And I'm like, I don't think it matters. The only thing you have to do if you're deep frying a turkey, you have to ensure That you have given this thing a couple of days to defrost, and you have to make sure you have checked inside the bird for no lingering ice. Because you put that into hot oil, you're going to have a real, real problem.
1: Oh, I bet. Do you you brine a turkey when it's going in a deep fryer? Okay.
0: In a deep fryer, I don't, because I don't see where the win is. But the idea of brining I never did until a few years back uh, a friend convinced me it has to happen and then brought me a jug of <laughs> his brine it really does make a difference the idea of, of the spices and and, and and salt and things like that and 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 what it does to to the bird it' it's, there's a difference it's legit and, and it's real I can't say that that is true for when I have smoked one I can't argue that i have had i i have felt that i have needed to brine but there will be plenty of people and as we're writing the book let's go barbecue um, there are pe- plenty of people who on a lot of different things discuss the importance of brining on some of those pork products and, and things like that um, it, it's it's really really unique so i think it's a it's in the end a, a question of very personal preference but the pro-brine people—they're not wrong. They have a solid argument to make. Sure, uh, for me, when
1: I ninety-five percent of the time when I make a turkey for Thanksgiving, it's on a grill, uh, you know, the, or the smoker, you know. You know, I, and so I really didn't notice a difference between a brine turkey and uh, one that wasn't brined on the smoker because you get that, you know, for me the the charcoal, you know, or you know the applewood or whatever you're, you're putting on there if you're, you're smoking it. Uh, I didn't really notice all the the things that went into the brine, the, the you know the different spices and things that didn't really come through because of of the smoke.
0: i'm I'm with you. I, I'm with you. There are people who I'm sure uh, do it and 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 they want to make sure that a moisture is staying in there. Yeah, but again, the difference between turkey breast and the whole bird creates a that's time, and that's that's different mathematics that you're playing with. and you're not I don't deal with the level of time. When I'm smoking a turkey breast, that others may. Side note:
1: How many briskets do you have at the house right now, ready six. to oh, Six.
0: <laughs> Can I tell you, <laughs> I saw a deal on them the other day, and I'm like, I just, I, I have the room, but I shouldn't. And they were prime and not choice. And I'm like, I should, but I don't have the room. I got to cook a couple of these mothers off, right? Is what I got to do. I have, I have six at an average of sixteen pounds. <laughs> I have six briskets in the freezer, not including everything else I have. You should come check out the chest freezer. It it is gorgeous. It is a it is an experience that should be my OnlyFans page. Just a view of my of my freezer and all the meat.
1: I have uh, my garage refrigerator. That was my old refrigerator, and I transferred it to the garage for beer and stuff. So it does have a freezer. The freezer <laughs> there's just two briskets in there, and that's the only thing that can fit in it. So, the, they're about both of them are about sixteen pounds. So I, I've got to uh, cook one of those off soon.
0: You must. You must, But you no, know, you're 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 away. Wait, are you are you here this week? No, you're going uh, away. I'm, tra-
1: I'm traveling, but I am interested in. You, you know, I'm a big fan of Bucky's. Yes, I had family down in the Bucky's uh, area, Bucky's territory. Uh, they call it, and I got, Bucky's
0: is like a. Uh, convenience store gas station except it's 900 miles long and people stand in line to eat their barbecue yeah
1: 160 pumps uh for for your gas so you're not really waiting in line cleanest bathrooms you'll ever you'll ever see uh and they have uh steak rubs and a family member picked up the brisket rub for me so i'm gonna try the bucky's brisket rub on my next brisket i'm very excited about it
0: well i'm very happy to say that uh, coming out in the first quarter but really getting its unveiling before Father's Day. Uh, fingers Meat Rub is, is coming to market. We are doing it. We have five different rubs that we're going to be putting out from Eat, Drink, Smoke. Fingers Meat Rub, it'll be the one finger, the two fingers, the three fingers, the four thing- fingers and then the thumb. Fingers Meat Rub is what it will be called from exclusively from Eat, Drink, Smoke. Will will the thumb be the spiciest? So what I have not determined, and this is where we're going to get some very interesting taste testing. Are we going for spice? Because, right, that's the standard. Or are we just doing uh, different flavor levels? Don't get me wrong. We do need to have a couple of, of levels of spice happening. People are very attracted to that. But we need to have solid flavor Going on, so right now we are we're going to have our traditional. It's going to be you know the one finger is going to be the simple rub that that we talk about in the book. Let's go barbecue, which we'll talk about uh, in 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 the coming month, uh, and and how that book is going. So we're going to have that for people, but then we're going to have things that are, have some nice garlic centric features uh, going on with it, and then we're going to be into these unique spice things because it's not just about heat. It's got to be flavor with heat or it's absolute sizzling hot garbage.
1: Please tell me that one of the rubs will have marzipan in it.
0: You you don't put <laughs> marzipan in a, in a rub. Drat. Just saying what is right there. So how do you choose this turkey? Uh, you know, it, is it fresh or frozen? Does it matter to you? Uh, in 2022,
1: it's, can I find one? And then I grab it. So for a fresh, frozen. I would prefer a fresh turkey, but you're going to be spending a little bit more. Chances are on a fresh turkey than you would have frozen.
0: And then, secondly, how big of a turkey do you need? What is the rule of thumb from Mother Malloy about um, the Listen, amount of turkey?
1: It, it doesn't matter how many people you have, you know. There, it, it has to be uh, between sixteen and twenty pounds. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because you know it doesn't matter if you're having four or, or eight. You need enough turkey for leftovers. You need that two-day-old
0: turkey sandwich. That has to happen in your life. That's absolutely the correct answer. It isn't about the number of people. It's about recognizing that you need to eat Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm -hmm. You're cooking this hard. Cook for the weekend and the week ahead. You can freeze things. You can savor pack it, however it works. Do not cook too well. This is exactly what I need. Cook to abundance if you are capable of doing so. Always make a little bit extra. You are going to be so much better off. And and yes, um, frozen or, or fresh, honestly, if you do it right, I, it, this is not the time that I think you worry about that too much. I'm going to let people who are purists decide that they need a fresh turkey. Bless their soul. Enjoy picking the feathers. What in the world is out gifted? How is this even? A, you people worry too much about crazy crap. Don't. Don't worry about crazy crap. It's crazy. Just don't have it in your head. I think I know what that means. What which part?
1: Being outgifted. Outgifted. Yeah. There are gifted people around me, but then when I'm around, I'm outgifting the gifted people.
0: That's not it. That's not it? It's Eat Drink Smoke. I'm Tony Katz. That is Fingers Malloy. Find everything at eatdrinksmokeshow.com. Don't forget, let's go bourbon. Perfect for the holidays. That's the perfect gift. That's how you outgift somebody. Let's go, bourbon, Amazon.com. Get the gift. Six in 10 Americans, according to a poll. That's 60%. Are a concern... Look at you. Someone did math. <laughs> Worried that they will be outgifted this holiday season. What are you talking about? I can see that. Why? What is the concern?
1: Not so much with family, because after a while, you kind of get a gauge for what people in your family will spend on gifts, but if you exchange gifts at work and you, you walk in with a $10 gift card at a coffee place that will only buy someone a half a cup of coffee, right? and then someone waltzes in with a $50 gift card to a place where you can get five cups of coffee uh, the place. that does make you feel bad. It makes you feel like a, a little cheap. I feel like you're uh, being outgifted. I can understand that.
0: People are out of their minds. You give the gift you want to give. You give the gift you can afford. You give a gift because you want somebody to know you're thinking of them. If you are giving a gift because of some kind of responsibility to give a gift, you don't quite understand what gift giving is. Are you going to give me the whole it's the thought that counts spiel? Because- oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm saying that people give gifts because they don't think at all. They give gifts because they believe they have to or they think someone's going to think less than because it's not a good enough gift. And that's ridiculous nonsense. Get your head out of your whatever it is in and start thinking like a normal person. Well, Why is this so hard for people?
1: Six out of ten Americans disagree with you, Tony. Six out
0: of ten Americans need to get slapped. That's 60%. <laughs> Twice with the math. <laughs> it's just so silly. It's so silly. There was a story here it, within that they think the biggest competition they have, they want to be the best gift giver in the family. Biggest competition? Mom. Mom always wins. What are you doing? If you find yourself in competition with your mother, what ridiculous made-for-teenage-eyes movie are you a part of? What is wrong with you? I must tell you that I I should be kinder, right? I should find the grace, and I should understand where these people are coming from. I want to understand where they're coming from so I don't have them in my house. I want them eliminated from my life immediately, if not sooner. I'm having horrible flashbacks right now. To what? To what?
1: I, I didn't realize it, uh, or maybe I had forgotten, but yeah, every gift I got my mother was never good enough. What like the hell? every every Christmas gift? It would be uh, unwrapping the Christmas gift and only the corner of the box and saying, "Oh, that's nice, thank you." Put it back up. Like I put an incredible amount of effort, time into getting this gift, and it, it wasn't good enough. I I'm one of the six and ten.
0: Wait, are you uh, this is not true about Mother Malloy.
1: God rest her soul. yeah, I, that that is true. I, I, no. I just, Well, in, in the beginning, she completely uh, was justified in having that opinion. When I was in my teenage years, I bought her a vacuum cleaner one time for Christmas. That's she, awesome. because she kept complaining about her vacuum cleaner, and then yeah, but I was yeah, you know, but
0: that's outrageously thoughtful. I thought so. Mother
1: Malloy did not. Well, part of it, too, is, you know, I'm on a teenager budget, so I wasn't getting the best vacuum cleaner in the world. But I thought, hey, this vacuum cleaner is better than the, the vacuum cleaner that uh, you complain about. And then, you know, there were times when my parents would complain about their weight. I bought them a scale one year for Christmas. So I, I, I can kind of see now how my, my, my Christmas gifts were You bought so your parents
0: a scale they, for Christmas? Their,
1: their scale was broken. And they kept complaining about the scale was broken, and so I bought them a scale. Because who buys a scale for themselves? Uh, they, that's not a gift uh, that you run out enthusiastically and say, "You know what? I can't wait to go out and buy a scale."
0: I bought a scale for myself.
1: Were you Were you looking at scales for weeks, saying, "Oh man, I cannot wait to make this purchase. I got to get the very best scale for me."
0: No, I wanted one that had a digital readout, and that also told me I was pretty. This is. I had to search a little bit. I had to get some special programming done. Wrote a couple lines of code.
1: I didn't know the Hallmark Channel made scales.
0: If the Hallmark Channel made scales, they'd sell a billion scales.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, part of me is like uh, uh, there was a uh, Wait, so what did your mother
0: get you? What did you get for oh, Christmas? It
1: was cash, baby. Greenbacks. Green. Scratch. That's what the kids call it.
0: So you bought her a gift, and then she basically paid you for the gift you bought her, and this was healthy?
1: look at the well-adjusted inju- well human being <laughs> that's in front of you here today.
0: I just, you buy the gift. I honestly think the way you tell the story, that you bought your mother a vacuum is something you should look at with total pride. You heard your mother complaining about something and you said, I can rectify this. And to the best of your ability, you try to rectify it. That is such a mensch move. Sorry, mom. That is so good. That is so decent of you. Oh, my God. Everybody in Eat, Drink, Smoke Nation is like, wait a second. Fingers has a heart? Who knew?
1: How many of them are saying, I can't believe Fingers bought his mother a vacuum cleaner? The other half.
0: (laughs) But that's not the point. I assume six and ten. That's what I'm going to assume. Keep
1: in mind, I was an 18-year-old high school student. Did your kids buy you good gifts? Uh, They make me things. Which, again, it's the thought that counts. I will
0: tell you that my children have never gotten me a Hanukkah gift. No? Never. Never, ever, ever, ever have gotten me a Hanukkah gift. I would never even think of it. It wouldn't dawn on me Mm -hmm. that they should get me a gift. That's not... But I I will also state that this year is the first year I bought my wife an anniversary gift in the last 20 because we had lost everything and for a great number of years beyond broke and then building this career and everything else we just weren't those people we knew we couldn't afford it we knew it was an extravagance and it wasn't the thing that moved us or mattered to us and this year I did get her something didn't discuss it with her I just said I'm going to get that and then got that and I said could you put it in some kind of bag or wrapping because I don't wrap I one thing I do not wrap gifts. Was it a scale or a vacuum cleaner? Um, she gets her own vacuum cleaners, <laughs> and I bought the scale for myself. And I assume she uses it, although I've never caught her on it. Um, uh, no, it was it was neither a scale <laughs> nor a vacuum cleaner because I am not eighteen. But it never dawned to me that my kids should get me something. I just, and it's don't. I I I guess I never put any stock in it. Oh,
1: there was so much pressure, and, and now you know. Mother Molloy's been gone for 11 years. Uh, You know, Fingers Molloy Sr. is still around, but the pressure's gone. Because dads, eh, they don't care. Right. (laughs) Eh, Usually bring... uh, uh,
0: Do you think it's that she cared, or mothers in general care, or do you think it's that you care because it's your mom? Probably a little bit of both. Right? Yeah. I, I assume more... I would argue, if I were to poll people, more to the latter. That's where I think it is. I think that... It's, you're you're this kid, and you want to do well for her. I think that, I think that's what moves people. If, if I could suggest a gift, the Ego Nog with Sugarland Distillery and Ego, the Ego Nog Appalachian Sipping Cream, it's excellent. It is. It's ridiculous. Can't. I'm. This is my gift. This is my gift this holiday season. Feliz Navidad.
1: Mother Malloy's rolling
0: in her grave right now. <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. If I had gotten her this, you know what she would have said? (laughs) Better than a vacuum. Right? (laughs) That's what she would have said. The Rossville Union rye. Uh, Man, drink this with friends and see what they think. There's really a lot to play with here on the palate. And this Siencio Black, the Pyramid, the 2022 Limited, this is wonderful. You know, medium full but isn't overpowering. That spice is there. $12 a stick? Oh, Yeah in the humidor and find everything at Show.com. this is eat drink smoke follow eat drink smoke on social media on
1: twitter at go eat drink smoke on facebook facebook.com slash eat drink smoke and instagram at eat drink smoke podcast